could get that. I couldn't get the bustier over my big toe right now. Like yeah. you just kind of know. No, you and a bustier I, probably not is that. not the one <laughs> thing I want to see. But I, I will say the one piece of clothing that bothers me, no matter what age you are, is the, the booty short, you know, where you got the, the butt cheeks that are hanging Listen, out. If you got the butt cheeks to hang out, if your butt, if you have the butt that does that little half moon thing, and it's, you know, I don't, mine is very messy. I've always wanted to do a podcast with different women who have different points of view. Or just like a show where I force people to talk about the view with me. Is the world flat? Yes. I'll call it Deja the View. I, I never thought about it, Whoopi. <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to an all ASMR version of Deja the View. Girl. Girl. We're joined by our friend and my, you're, we're neighbors now, Yeah, right? we're gabers, it's true. Jimmy it's true. Weaver is here. Thank you, thanks for having me. You the, moved beside Splash. Yes, I live next to a bathhouse, um, <laughs> which is great. I get their Wi-Fi. It's Splash oh is the network. Um, yeah. wow. uh, we call our apartment the Backsplash. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's a bathhouse with no hot tub, so it's kind of a lose. Wait, so I, I haven't gone yet um, what do they have then? Just like a steam room? Just a steam room, yeah. It's just steam rooms, no hot tub. Oh. Um, but how, if you're, do you, how are you a spa? How quote do you unquote. call yourself splash if there's no water? Water there, <laughs> I know. I, I do know that there, um, <laughs> their social media game is pretty fire. Oh yeah, Every, yeah. everyone follow, everyone, especially Toronto folk, please follow. What is it though? Uh, I think it's just splash T.O., <laughs> Um, but it's pretty hilarious. They have like seven followers. Um, I think I know six of them. Right. Um, apparently Monday afternoon is the time to go. It says, I was just on their website the other day. Oh, interesting. And it uh -huh. says Monday is the busiest day. They make a point of saying that. That's yeah. so, Monday afternoon. Who would have thought? Yeah. I, well, now everyone knows exactly where we live, and <laughs> and we also like to say that we uh, we have a note, we have a note, um, a, legal a legal note, note a legal note. <laughs> we are not affiliated with Splash. No, this is not a sponsor. <laughs> Trust not me, sponsored content. Trust me, this is not a, an ad. We don't have a single sponsor, <laughs> but we should. Maybe Splash could be <laughs> yeah. the first one. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about The View, I guess. Um, <laughs> now that our sponsored <laughs> intro <laughs> is over. Uh, well, I guess what's happened in the last two weeks, Joe Biden was there, Dan Crenshaw was there, Newt Gingrich Ugh. was there, mm. uh, The View lost at the daytime Emmys. Ciara was there. Oh yeah, Ciara was there. Um, not at the daytime Emmys. <laughs> at, um, but yeah, The View lost to Kelly and Ryan and um, who else won? Didn't The Talk beat them for hair styling? <laughs> oh yes, The Talk won for hair styling or something. I'm not surprised. We didn't even talk. I mean, we didn't that's even say crazy though because yeah. Megan's making those weird like off. She, you know, Met Gala, Megan McCain's hair oh, would yeah. have been a great yeah. look. Yeah, like, and then let's... I mean, not to be rude, but like Sarah Gilbert's hair beat Megan McCain's hair. I feel like Sarah Gilbert and I have the same hair on a Monday to Friday. And I certainly do not deserve any Emmy Accolades. Award for hairstyling. But I'm curious about the Saturday and Sunday. Like what's going on <laughs> with your hair and Sarah Gilbert's hair? Is that it... is when I get my hair done by Megan McCain's hairstylist. Yeah. Right. So you do like a top knot with a piece <laughs> and a shrug. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, we didn't even like say that they were nominated this year on the podcast because I don't think they even said that they were <laughs> no, they said it all the time. Cause they were like, they had that whole episode where, like they kept on talking to the producer and you're like, Oh, he really wants that Emmy. <laughs> well, here's the thing. And not, it's not that producer's fault, but um, they will never win an Emmy until they have the same cast for more than one year because yeah. no one's going to vote for random names that they've never heard of and be like, Oh, I saw her like, Oh, this one's nominated. She's not on the show anymore. Um, like, yeah. By the time that the award 
show happens, the per- the person whose name is on the ballot might not even be in the like on the yeah. view anymore. They Ouch. deserve it though. Girl. <laughs> Sorry. We're just going to keep saying girl and you're just going to have to deal with it for this episode and maybe many more. <laughs> um what else happened in view updates world? Sherry Shepard was on Wendy. She looked a little, um, I think she, you know what? I think she looks better with a, like a little fuller, you know, not to just yeah. go into the body image, but I think that she, um, I think that she looks like she's, um, not taking care of herself. Like, I think well, she looks you know better, what? a little hev- little heavier. She stopped eating sugar and she lost a lot of weight really fast. Yeah. She was off hashtag crack, hashtag cocaine, sugar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But she, I thought she was like looked really happy and like yeah. glowing, and she has a she's promoting. Well, now I seem like a dick, but I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she was promoting a new Netflix show that I forget. I think it's called Mr. Iglesias, and she's it's a sitcom. She's back doing a sitcom. Mr. Iglesias. Yeah. Isn't that like the name that <laughs> bridesmaids when yes. when Hello. she gets drunk on the plane? I'm not. I'm <laughs> Mrs. Iglesias. Mrs. Iglesias. Is it a spinoff based on that one scene of Brad? Part of the expanded. I can confirm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So she was uh, getting dipping and doing it with Wendy, and in support of the LGBTQ community. Well, maybe. (laughs) Uh, Wendy asked her about ladies who punch, Mm -hmm. and Sherry says that she has not read the book, and her reaction was not positive towards it. I heard you didn't read the book, but I read it with a highlighter. You read the book? What do you want to know about ladies who punch? I don't want to know anything. I was there for nine years uh, at The View. And and here's what I'm going to say. I I think that a lot of us did the interview with this author because we thought that he was going to celebrate an iconic daytime show. Is that what he told you? Well, that's what we thought. That's why we did it. And we thought, because, you know, The View was a show that it impacted politics, sports shows. It defied the odds in daytime. I thought it was going to celebrate Barbara Walters and the legacy and the trailblazer that she was. The fact that now this reads as a real Housewives of The View, I don't like it. Honey, it took me this long to read it. I mean, I just, I feel like... It's interesting that she has, like, such a negative idea of the book or opinion of the book because when I read it, I didn't think that she came across bad. Like, I thought that it was, like, a pretty fine, like... Well, her issue wasn't with her portrayal. She said she didn't read it, and she said it's because she thought it came off as, like, the real Housewives of the View, and it was disrespectful to Barbara's legacy. What would Sherry Shepard's real Housewives of the View tagline be? Ham. Because <laughs> I remember on Thirty Rock, she that was like a storyline yeah. for her. Um, she was who was Tracy Morgan's wife, yeah. and they did like a thing. We need Tracy back, but all Angie cares about her own dumb projects. Devon told me she's the new spokeswoman for the Ham Council. People do like the way she says Ham. Ham. <laughs> so, <laughs> not a Thirty Rock fan, I guess. Yeah, I haven't watched a lot of it. It's I cute. actually haven't watched. I, I'm meaning to watch Thirty Rock soon, actually, but I I just know Sherry's like part. Do you know? Yeah. yeah. Yes, I, I okay. watched the whole thing. Like, yeah. obviously, I'm a white girl who wears glasses. You <laughs> obviously, are I've seen Thirty Rock. <laughs> yeah. And Sherry also talked about how, um, how like, well, Wendy was like, well that's all great about Barbara and everything, but back to the shade. She made you cry every day for three years. But that aside, back to the shade. No, but no, well, here's what I'm gonna say. She made you cry every day for three years. She made years. me cry, I cried every day for three years. I read that in the book, say, it was true. In the book. I cried every day for three years because Barbara was a tough taskmaster yeah. with people that she loved. True. And Barbara Walters helped me become somebody, the black girl that's on all these TV shows, to Sherry Shepard. She helped me find my voice. She helped me not take no for an answer. That's what Barbara Walters when... did when she, when she was tough on me. And like, it seemed like Sherry was gonna cry. Like, she was getting worked up about it. And I just always think like, if what people are saying about Barbara's health is true, like Mm -hmm. it's interesting to hear these view co-hosts talking about this book with the context of them, like knowing that something could be wrong with Barbara. Yeah. And that would explain why, like why Sherry is being so protective because otherwise you would just kind of be like, okay, whatever, who cares? Certain people are like, 
oh, that's not how I thought the book was going to come across. And yeah. then other people like Jenny McCarthy are like, that was great. My name was in the news. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh and then Whoopi was on yeah, Anderson, so on Cooper, the flip. Or Anderson Cooper. What's, what's the, <laughs> they what all look, gays all look the same. Sorry. What was it? Andy? No, I know Anderson Cooper 360 and Watch What Happens Live. Very similar <laughs> shows. Very similar shows. And he asked, well, a caller asked Whoopi about the Ladies Who Punch book and if she had read it. And she was just like, no. And then Andy asked, like, why she didn't want to do the interview with the author. And she was just like, because it's none of anyone's business. Yeah. Have you read the book about The View? No. No. And any, did you hear about the talk about the book? No. You know, listen, I... <laughs> I didn't talk to the guy. I didn't care about the book. You didn't? No. Right. Why didn't you talk to him? Because what happens for me at work is not for everybody. It's not their business. Rosie had some strong words about you. Is it? Is it? Uh, That's okay. And then I thought about how, you know how, like, Whoopi has been clearly more stern with Megan and, like, harder on her on the show lately? Do Thank you think God. that? <laughs> Do you think that? Megan being friends with the author and possibly helping the book in any way. Do you think that that's something that Whoopi's also thinking about? I don't think so because Joy interviewed for the book too. Yeah, no, I, I don't mean like people talking to him. I more so just mean like them being so close. Do you think Whoopi's thinking that she had some help in getting the book like going. I think that's a good theory. I didn't think of that, but I do feel like I did ops research as Megan would like to say <laughs> um, into her for this episode. So I do feel like Whoopi has also done that and is like, well, the seams are beginning to show with you here. Like there's something not so savory about Ms. McCain. <laughs> And uh, I'll expand upon That's that later. That's the opposite think... of what I think when I'm eating McCain fries. <laughs> there is something so savory about so Ms. Savory. McCain. Or a McCain deep and delicious. Yeah. <laughs> so savory. I think maybe, I don't think in regards to the book at all. I think maybe as a person. Maybe, yeah. Just, yeah like you maybe, know what? It's a worthy a theory. conspiracy theory. <laughs> It's a worthy conspiracy theory, but something to think about. Think about it and <laughs> then maybe say something. <laughs> but it seems like almost every view co-host has gotten like a gig on their own uh, on a talk show lately because Megan McCain appeared on Seth Meyers girl. So basically she goes on Seth Meyers and it starts off um fun she's she's like oh i never get to do anything after noon like uh -huh. <laughs> literally after 12 p.m my day is over <laughs> they're having like a pretty charming conversation and megan is, does really well on these shows usually because she likes to pretend like she's fun and um but then he pivots and he he waited until the very end of the interview and then something happened something turned where he was like all right, I've got her relaxed. Now I'm gonna. Now we're on Anderson Cooper three sixty. <laughs> right, yeah. right. He was right. the he was that guy that's like, uh, try try and change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because it's sort of the same interview tactic that she uses on the show. She always likes yes. the gotcha question <laughs> and waits till the very and waits till the very end. And yeah. he did that to her and asked her about her reaction to Ilhan Omar and crying. Yeah. on the View and um not like taking uh, Ilhan Omar's um, apology tweet seriously. And he sort of said, well, you know, you, you, like, do you think that what you're saying is contributing to kind of like this sort of racist anti-Muslim backlash against her? Right. Um, and she... Well, but first, like the, first. Back, the background on like why this is even a thing is because she had in the same week gone on George Stephanopoulos's show and was talking about Elon Omar. And she, it was right after the synagogue shooting and they were talking about anti-Semitism because it's like a panel show that she was guesting on. And she said, she suggested that 
Ilhan Omar's tweets were contributing to like anti-Semitism and like kind of related it to the synagogue shooting. I do think when we're having conversations about anti-Semitism, we should be looking at the most extreme on both sides. And I would bring up Congresswoman Ilhan Omar and some of her comments that got so much attention. And in my opinion, Nancy Pelosi wasn't hard enough in her response to her, you know, trafficking in anti-Semitic language, talking about all about the Benjen- Benjamins and how uh, Jewish people had hypnotized the world. So I think when you're talking about rhetoric and you want to talk about President Trump, and by the way, I agree that he needs to have his feet held to the fire as well. But we're talking about it on both sides of the aisle as well. And so that's kind of like what Seth Meyers was responding to. And Ilhan Omar actually retweeted that clip of Megan and said, bless her heart. Oh, my God. Really? I didn't see that. Yeah. Great. I love that. So that's why when she went on Seth Meyers, Seth was like, I'm going to confront her and like get myself a little viral moment. Mm. You were uh, very vocal about some of her tweets. Uh, people were upset, thought it was uh, anti-Semitic language. She has since uh, unequivocally apologized for them. And then after that, uh, there was this tragic synagogue shooting in California, and you once again sort of, on a Sunday show, a Sunday news show, uh, brought up her tweets again in the context of that shooting. Um, on George Stephanopoulos. On George Stephanopoulos, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and I just wonder, because I do think it's, it's fairly dangerous, and, and you brought it up after... Congress uh, uh, woman uh, Omar had also had some death threats against her. Do you think, you know, she's obviously uh, now stated she needs to be more careful with her language. Don't you think other people who talk about her need to be a little bit more thoughtful as well? Or do you stand by those comments of tying her to this, her rhetoric to the synagogue shooting? I don't think I tied her to it in particular. I think that... I'm calling out what I see as anti-Semitic language, and when you're talking about, but even um, after hypnotic... you called it out after she'd apologized for it, I do want to establish um, the timeline. Um, and I assume that he probably did, someone did say to her, like, we're going to ask you about this. Like, I would be surprised if they ambushed her. But she seemed ambushed. She did seem like she didn't know what to say. I have a really hard time with this whole thing because I think Megan's uh, stance on this is very bad. But I, there's something about Seth Meyers that really bothers me. Like, she keeps repeating these, like, same couple of things that Ilhan, like, tweeted and alluded to that came off as really anti-Semitic and has apologized for and said that she, like, will do better. But Megan keeps, like, using these same things over and over again to kind of, like, spread kind of it's almost like fear-mongering like absolutely and to me what I find like what I'm having such a hard time with with Megan doing this is like those were two things that happened and she keeps going back to them if on the other side if it was like a liberal person who kept bringing up all of the things that Trump has said all of the things that like everyone in the Republican Party says we, we would like go on and on and on and on and never stop talking about it. So it's just like weird that these two things happened and that's what Megan keeps going back to as if her own party isn't acting insane and saying horrible racist things. Yeah, and it's strange to me like the, the time that she sort of had her, you know, she cried and got very, you know, sort of vulnerable for how she is on the show about... Um, Anti-Semitism? Well, yeah, about Ilhan's comments. It's, and she said she was very scared. And I, I mean, that is literally, she's using the language of fear. She is afraid of this woman. And um, it's like, really? This is the person you're afraid of? Like, yeah, and it's like, like, this is the thing that pushes you to the brink and nothing else? Yeah, and the, her feelings, the feelings of being afraid of anti-Semitic movements gaining popularity is totally valid because it is happening in a, lo- a lot of places now. There is a rise of neo-Nazism, but it's happening in America among straight white men. Like it's, yeah, amongst it's the hap- people you know, like it's exactly it's happening amongst so many of like the Republican supporters and Republicans and Trump supporters, and so that's what to me rings false, false. is mm. that she's picking this this woman to like go after instead of making it her mission to stop like neo-Nazism within the party, within the Republican party. 
I will well, say that the interview with Seth Meyers does feel like she's set up a little bit and he's well, that's very the other condescending part of it. to her. Like that's the other part of it is I'm like, yeah, like if she like if she's going to keep like saying these views, like I guess she should expect people to like call her out for them. But there's something about like the way Seth Meyers did it that I was like, he's like just this is like for him. Like this is yeah, like he's this trolling is, her. I stand by every single thing I've said, and if that makes me unpopular in this room or in front of you, so be it. Um, well, I don't. See, that's a weird thing to take the position of trying to be unpopular. Here I am trying to, you know, find the common ground on this. You know, it's an interesting thing when we have two Muslim women for the first time, they do have a different perspective on things. And I think when we talk about the idea of, like, let's all try to meet in the middle on things. We have to listen to other people's perspective. And oh, I agree. I work on The View with Joy Behar yeah, yeah, every yeah. day. I listen to other perspectives on Is there a way for people to talk about uh, differences in Israeli policy without getting framed as anti-Semitic language? Yeah, I just think you can't talk about uh, Jews hypnotizing the world, talking about all about the you Benjamins. You keep bringing up the two tweets that she's apologized for, and I think that's a little unfair to her, especially because we've <laughs> Are established... Are you a publicist? What? Are you her press person? No, I'm just someone who, who cares about the fact that there's someone out there who is uh, in a minority, who has had death threats against her, and I think that we should all use the same language that you're asking her to be careful about her language, and I, I would ask everybody else to be careful about theirs. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, I'm not sure what, what would you, what would, what would make you happy coming out of my mouth right now? I'm genuinely curious. I'm not, I'm perfectly happy with everything that's coming okay. out of my mouth and I like that we spent this time together. Okay. You yeah. seem a little, I mean, I think, um, you know, my opinions are very strong and I think sometimes because That is I'm coming on, across. I do want you to know that. But, well, I'm this is just him like grandstanding and like. Yeah. It kind of like cheapened the argument, the mm -hmm, way that it was mm -hmm, like kind mm -hmm. of, it felt like he was trying to create this viral moment and like it kind of cheapened his stance. And I even think that the things that he said and like his style of bringing it up with her was patronizing. Was over, yeah, it was like totally. overly conversational. He was like trying to like teach her something as though he is, he is someone who knows more than her rather than coming at her like an equal who has a difference yeah. of a, opinion yeah it was like when someone reads like a parenting book and it's like here's how to talk to your kids about not doing drugs yeah and you're like hey <laughs> here's how to you not know? be an anti-semitic like, like jerk. trying to use like cool <laughs> language like to be casual about it instead of just like coming at it and and like stating yeah. things like sternly like i don't the know weird just... smiling at her yeah. yeah like leaning in and then being when she was like that's how I feel, and if that makes me unpopular in this room, and then the audience clapped for her, and he was like, but "Really? A, like, I think that's a weird thing to say." And it's like, "Well, that's Megan McCain." Like, but that's also something that she does all the time. That I think it's funny because it's a strategy she uses where she's like, yeah. "I'm the most unpopular person in the room," and she actually doesn't l seem to like being the most unpopular person in the room. She wants mm -hmm. to be this kind of young, youthful, like fun, approachable mm -hmm. person. But so she sort of like embraces it and hates it at the same time. And it's like really strange position to be. It just like sucks. Like I. It just sucks. <laughs> yeah. No, it does. It just was the like, whole yeah, thing just it was sucks. cringy. I'm not going to say I like I'm putting it on record. I'm not saying that like I am on team Megan on this. I think the whole thing was really hard to watch because I didn't like the way that he brought it up with her. Yeah. But I do think that people need to call her on it. But it's like my issues with with it, he didn't even touch on those. Like no, he wasn't he wasn't no. even like, why don't you fight anti Semitism within your party instead of picking on this one thing over and over again. Yeah. Or just even saying like she it, it would be for her she could say I did not mean to connect Ilhan Omar's comments with a synagogue shooting but i understand how people might have construed that like there's no understanding on her part that her comments no about ilhan she, like, omar refuses. are at all yeah she refuses to take like i mean she, you don't even have to take responsibility if you're her you can just sort of say like yeah i can see yeah. someone thinking that but that's not what i meant i guess my problem is like him being like kind of implying that she needs to like listen to other people's perspectives just given that like of all of the I, and I think she like explained herself really well. She was like, "Well, I work on the View. Like, I with work on Joy a, Behar. I work on a panel show where I sit with Democrats. And maybe on that show, she's not the best listener, but like, she's definitely listening to some of it. And like, it's just 
she's not like god it's just so tough because like yeah she, her view on this is really bad but also like compared to like so many other people out there when you really stop and think about it she's yeah. sitting on the view like she's at a place where she's supposed to say her views and gets challenged every single day on those views and gets fact-checked by like sunny and it's just like i don't know like i i just i just like don't think that he should have had her on the show as a guest if he wasn't ready to like and if fully confront her and if she's so dangerous then don't give her another platform yeah like if you don't want her to be out there making these connections and trying to put these ideas in people's heads then don't have her on your show yeah and if you do want to say something about it or you do want to tell her your opinion like call her or write an article about it like that might actually serve more of a purpose well i guess the other addendum to this whole appearance is someone did state their opinion of how they thought it went and um megan's husband sort of weighed in so let me first say i have we've known that megan's husband has a website called the federalist Mm. and like i know that it's a lot of like really problematic things are go on that website but i've never wanted to talk about him on the podcast because i just thought it was too messy and too like it was like going down a rabbit hole when the podcast is just supposed to be about the view. And like, I always thought that I wanted to talk about the ladies of the view and not their husbands because everyone has a shitty husband. Like everyone has a, well, yeah, facts. Girl. Um, everyone has a friend who has like a horrible boyfriend or a partner who you're like, Oh my God, like, don't bring you know what i mean don't so like bring everyone, him around yeah, everyone who like has like someone in their like family or like it's like your sisters like yeah. or like you uh-huh. or you know or like you're whatever and you're just like we don't see eye to eye i don't see what they see in this person like so i always thought of it that way where i was like yeah i don't want to judge these women based on who their partners yeah. are so like with that being said like We're i don't want to just <laughs> I don't want to just like shit talk at her husband, but he like got involved in this Seth, Seth Meyers thing by going on like a Twitter and spree. And she also brings him up quite a, I mean, like, I feel like Manny is a character on The View, you know, Seth's yeah. husband Manny, as much as I think that Ben, Megan's husband, is a character. The same yeah. way that I feel like Alex, you know, Whoopi's daughter, like they bring up these people in their lives. Yeah. But anyways, I just, I've never wanted to dive into no. the Federalist, but, he, but I'll read his, I would like to read yeah. his tweet. He inserted himself in this instead of us just being like, side note, here's his deal. Yeah. So this is what he said. And a lot of it honestly just makes me laugh. He said, I see that Seth Meyers the untalented piece of shit who only has his job because he regularly gargled Lauren Michaels balls went after my wife tonight with his idiotic anti-Semitic bullshit. That's only one of the tweets. Seth is an awful person who is known within the industry for how terrible he is. He is a monumental asshole who is utterly unfunny. He deserves the mockery he receives from all people who laugh at him. This is proof that white men get ahead despite their obvious lack of talent. Seth Meyers would beg for a third of the viewers at The View. He's awful, untalented, and a definition, a perfect definition of a cuck. I don't even know if I read those in the right order because they've since been deleted, but that's what he said. And then after getting backlash from people saying that his tweets were homophobic for saying that... Gargled. <laughs> gargled the balls, which I thought was funny, to be honest. Um, he said... I love my wife. I apologize for rage tweeting about how Seth Meyers treated her. I don't like him. I think he's a hack, but I shouldn't have done that. I'm sorry to anyone I offended. Because I feel like Megan was like, you have to. Yes, because Megan don't... was probably like, oh my God, you can't say that he was gargling balls. <laughs> That's I don't insult. even give her that much credit, though. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I. I think, I think that she did, though, because the one thing that she cares about is like gay people. But I don't. Like I'm gonna say this, I don't totally believe that. I think that her feelings on that are very half formed. I think that his the things that he said are again so weird because similar to what my issue with what Megan says, it's like the things he's saying, someone could very equally say about him. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like 
the things that he said about Seth are all things that someone else could tweet about him. So it's like, mm, okay. Well, yeah, but like, God, like this girl, like <laughs> you have, okay, you have Seth Meyers, someone who is woke explaining to Megan. Mm. I know that's like an annoying term that I just said, but he is <laughs> woke back mountain. He's a, he's a, just like a privileged white man who did get to where he is because of privilege and he's but so like so is she i'm not and finished i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm and sorry i'm sorry explaining to Girl. someone else who is very privileged and yeah. got where they are because of privilege um and then you have megan's husband another person who has benefited from privilege just like three white people being like nah. like mm. it's just like <laughs> the whole thing is just like a mess and like ilhan omar can she's does a great job of speaking for herself like yeah, yeah. and like literally as she said Bless their hearts. Bless her heart. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, like, the whole thing was a disaster. Anyways, I'd like to move on. Okay. I would love to I'm sorry to, to interrupt you. It's okay. <laughs> I just got really mad at Megan about all of that. I just, like, I felt really, I felt upset in, like, a personal way. I'd just like to move on for forever and instead talk about my last view update, which mm-hmm. is Abby had a birthday. <laughs> <laughs> How old was she? How old is Abby Hunt? She's like 33? 30, I'm gonna 34? say 32. You think she's only 32? She is 33. 33. That makes sense. She celebrated her birthday on The View and this is important. This is something that I don't know if everyone caught this, but they celebrated by doing a couple of things. One of them is that they tried to get Hanson to surprise yeah. her. <laughs> yes. uh, but they it's couldn't make it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they couldn't make it, so they sent in a video message mm-hmm. to surprise Abby. Um, and then later, Abby posted on Instagram, shout out to Hanson for trying to get on a plane to perform, but got stuck in tornadoes. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, like, what they told her backstage? Even like, though there in were the tornadoes. video, they're clearly like, we're here in the studio. But also, can you imagine Hanson in 2019 playing on The View? You guys are missing the point. They were stuck in tornadoes, <laughs> yeah. like Twister. Like, they yeah. were on the plane stuck in tornadoes. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> they would be dead. Um, so that was a thing. <laughs> the other thing they did is they had Abby's parents Oof. Skype in from Russia. And it was, like, a really, like... You know, it was it was nice to see them, but uh, like you it know, but was like it? A, it? No, it was nice to see like what her parents. Ooh, what were yeah, parents we yeah, know so much about John McCain, it. but we don't know it as much. It felt a little bit like a fever dream, <laughs> yeah, because it looked like Leland Palmer and like Tatiana Maslany playing like a clone. <laughs> God knows what time it was in Russia. <laughs> The point is, it's supposed to be like a bit of a fluffy interview, yeah. like a wholesome interview. And so Megan is asking, like, tell us, like, what's the most embarrassing thing Abby did as a kid? Or like, tell us about how Abby used to oh be a God. bad kid. When we were on the campaign trail in, uh, in 2012, Abby and Marianne and Liddy, her two sisters, made a lot of really sketchy videos that they started making public. And we had a great campaign team at the time, but they didn't really like my daughters making public stuff that wasn't approved. Um, hit it, Abby. We're bringing husband back. Yeah. I thought you were going to say, wasn't it crazy when they were like, tell us about Abby as a kid. And her mom was like, one time um, I came home and Abby had eaten a whole box of Ajax had it, <laughs> had it had it all over her face and mouth and I you know we were out in a I think they were like she said they were like in Indonesia or something at the time she's like I'm trying to call poison control and I just just didn't know what to do with her <laughs> that's the story no I was I thought that they were <laughs> deliberately shouting out the John 2012 girls being like remember huntsman's back that was yeah. a hit <laughs> if i were doing this birthday mm-hmm. i would have gotten the john 2012 girls back together to surprise abby like yes. imagine if they the two liddy and what's her face had come out 
wearing like Mamma Mia outfits and they were like, hit it, Abby. And then Abby got up out of her chair and like did eight months pregnant with twins. Like that is like the cinematic parallel to Hanson also. Like Mm -hmm. the three hundred the John twenty twelve girls. Yeah. Let's get to some spicy moments. Sponsored by Splash. Um, yeah, so one of them I will call, don't look at me. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, Sunny's kind of been the spiciest okay, yeah, of, them, it's of been, all of it. It's, it's a, been a spicy, sunny for, um, season. For once, the spicy moments are not about Joy and they're about Sunny and Megan. So one of them happened when they were talking about William Barr and how he didn't want to testify in front of the House Judiciary Committee and this is after he had been grilled by like we, there was that cl- like clip on the internet of like Kamala grilling him in the Senate and other Democrats um, over the way he handled the Mueller report. And I guess the hot topic was about how he didn't want to like do that again in the judiciary. Mm-hmm. But so, but then Megan brought up Eric uh, Holder and um, Obama and how he uh, Holder refused to testify before the committee as well um and as she's explaining it there's this like weird moment between her and sunny and i don't know like i don't even know how to describe it yeah so it pops off because megan's talking and sunny clearly doesn't agree with whatever megan's saying Mm -hmm. and sunny just had lost control of her face i guess and was just like looking at megan probably (laughs) accidentally glaring at her (laughs) and Megan caught this out of the corner of her eye and she was like Christina Aguilera and said don't look at me but I think people the appearance of politicization though with the FBI with with investigations with the government but mm -hmm. there's a lot of conservatives out Mm -hmm. there that agree with him and think that well if you just think that we're disgusting you don't need to look at me that way. I speak for conservatives on this show. I mean, I know I what they're thinking. No, but you're look, you no, look like I'm saying something in No, 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 not you. I'm listening to you. Yeah, yeah, but we'll I, I echo that. Okay, I so let's like get back to the, the point that you're making. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is the this is the breaking point for Sonny and Megan. Like we know that the point has passed for Joy and Megan. Like that ship <laughs> sailed. It's done. But now Sunny's kind of She's like, not playing nice anymore. Sunny's not playing nice anymore. And I like and honestly, Sunny at this point is the only one I like on the panel now. Like I think she's amazing. I love her opinions. I think she's she states them beautifully. Um and I yeah, and I always agree with her. But um then there was another spicy moment where they're talking about um, oh, we were Cohen. moving on to the next spicy that, moment. Can I move on to another? Sp- yes. it's like, I think Cue it's a it continual. Up. It's a continual spicy <laughs> yes. moment. Because, spicy moment number two. Well, spicy moment number two is just still Sunny's had it with Megan. Like she just can't take it anymore. Right. I know what this one is. It's because they're talking about Michael Cohen going to jail. Right. And Whoopi said he's going to jail for his three-year sentence mm-hmm. for bank fraud, campaign finance violations, and lying to Congress. And it's the same prison as the situation and the fire festival. But she says the fry festival. Which is how I thought it was said, supposed to be said to <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. She's going, he, so he's going to that same prison. And that's, this is the topic that they were discussing. And I would actually say this was more of like a light topic for the view. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then. Abby, and I guess this is maybe my like little Abby appreciation plug. I think I wasn't totally sold on her, and now I think she's like. Remember that Jodie Foster movie Nell with the woman in the. Forest? Oh my god! To call Abby and Nell. Abby's kind of like Nell. Like she sort oh of doesn't have god. any reference points, but she's sort of like a force of. She's a good soul, but it's like. What is she even talking about? Because it's not actually grounded in anything. You just never know what her, what's going to come out. What's going to come out. Yeah, yeah you should never know. It's becoming very entertaining and exciting. I agree. She has become a weird sort of like chaotic force. Like, like yes. when everyone was like making fun of people wearing sweatpants and she was like, I was wearing sweatpants the other day and there was a roll of, or like. Toilet paper. Roll of toilet paper in it. And everyone was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, yeah. I, I think she might be insane, but, um, I'm start yeah, I'm starting to love it. I'm starting to love it too, which is sad. Cause now she's going to yeah, be gone. gone. Um, but she made some comment about like this pop, it popped off because it popped off really quickly. It popped, it popped off, off needlessly too. It popped off because, um, joy was relating how Michael Cohen is going to jail for doing all of these things that Trump made him do mm-hmm. while Trump is not going to jail. And she was like, I'm not defending Michael Cohen, but like he has to go to jail and like Trump doesn't. And then so I think Abby kind of said, well, isn't that kind of why you hire a lawyer is to like get them to do the bad stuff for you. And then Sonny's like, no, <laughs> that's not what a lawyer does. Abby. He was Trump's henchman for a really long time. He knows what he has to have known. And isn't that why people hire lawyers so it can be sort of that person in between the crimes that are possibly being committed? And so it's the lawyer that then gets in trouble, not the person? Well, no, you don't hire your lawyer so the the lawyer can commit crimes on your behalf. No, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, in Trump's case, that's not what I'm saying, just to be clear. She's not stupid, that's not what she said. No, I'm just saying, oftentimes, if you are... And this is why she didn't even say it that like snarkily either. She mm-hmm. was like, "No, like you don't. That's not what a lawyer is." And then Megan's like, and, <laughs> "And then this is like why, <laughs> like this is the first time ever ever since Abby started on the show. I was like, when is Megan gonna like show that she, her and show Abby her are best yeah. friends? Like they say that they're best friends, but they never they, def- they have zero Megan chemistry. Never, never like sticks it. up for no. Abby and." Finally, Megan goes, she's not stupid, Sunny. (laughs) And Sunny shut that shit down really quickly. No one's calling anybody stupid on this panel. But then I feel like, you know how like Joy and Whoopi make faces to each other now when Megan's acting up? Like now I feel like Sunny's involved in it too. And just the geography Mm. of the table, it's weird because she has to like look over Mm. Abby. It's like going across the room. I would actually love to see Abby and Megan sitting on one side and everyone else sitting on the other side. I think I'm I know it seems like too obvious. No, but but I think it would. Yeah, I think they should just do it. Yeah. Um, so let's take a quick break for our sponsor and then we'll come back and talk about some hot topics. Okay, okay. Hey guys. I could really go for a steam, but the spas are so expensive. I wish there was a bathhouse around the corner. But wait, there is. And if you bring your student ID Monday to Friday, I'm not making this up. This is real. This is actually real. If you bring your student ID, it's half off. And don't forget, Mondays are the busiest day of the week. See you there. And we're back. How are you guys feeling? I'm not um, necessarily hungover, but my throat is sore today. Mm-hmm. And why is that? <laughs> because you've heard us say it on the podcast before, <laughs> and you probably will again. We did karaoke last night. This time, we didn't plan it ourselves. We just went. Someone else had a karaoke mm-hmm. we were party, guests. and we performed at it mm-hmm. what was your each of your best um numbers i'm terrible at karaoke well, i can't carry a tune this is why this is like why it was a different night because marie always performs shallow and it's always a big hit i like always perform shallow because that song's like a year old <laughs> <laughs> that's how many times we've done karaoke in a, in a year yeah. yeah and last night someone else sang shallow and they also did a really good well, job. Well, here's the real thing that happened was that I queued up shallow and someone else saw it and thought that even though um, there's a thing called memory where you like remember if you did something or not. <laughs> And you would think that they'd be like, wait, I didn't queue up the song on the iPad, so it must not be me singing it. It's a popular song. Other people probably are going to sing it too. But like before I could get to the microphone, they were like, oh my God, this must be for us. And (laughs) they did the song that I queued up. And the thing is, they actually nailed it. And then (laughs) the whole rest of the night, it was like Marie was like trying to defend her title 
by performing other Lady Gaga songs. Yeah, I guess that's my, I mean, you can interpret my actions any way that you want. I guess it may have looked like we said that, but <laughs> we didn't say that. Um, but the shallow thing was shocking, I think, for everyone. <laughs> Everyone involved was yeah. shocked. <laughs> it was just really funny. I just can't believe we did karaoke again. And my voice is sore, but not so much from singing. Although I did sing a moment like this as the employees were cleaning up oh, the room. I love that song. Um, but it's mostly just from screaming in support of Murray, lip syncing for you. her life on top of a table. Yeah. And Jimmy also like threw a party last night, so we're all just like drinking through our hangovers. Well, except for Marie's drinking. I am um, drinking a, a full fat Coca Cola from McDo- <laughs> from McDonald's. <laughs> Guys, do you smell something? Is it a chicken taco? <laughs> it it kind of smells like some sizzling hot topics. <laughs> Is it time for Rojo Calientes? <laughs> I think it is. The the biggest topic of the past two weeks is, you guessed it, robots. (laughs) (laughs) The sex robots are back, back, back again. Yes, because apparently humans are growing emotionally attached to robots. And it's getting, because of that, it's getting easier for uh for robots to manipulate humans if that makes sense yeah so people are saying that because humans project humanity onto objects Uh that will come back to bite us and the view discussed sex robots yeah again again Yeah. yeah so i guess i'll ask you a question then do you think that uh robots because of human nature robots will turn on us yes like obviously but they better hurry up because climate change is gonna like destroy the world before robots like are smart enough to take us over like i do believe robots will kill us all but i also believe that global warming something will will get us first yeah yeah Yeah. like we've all seen movies like i robot and ai where the robots do kill everyone and take over and like and yet, here we are designing robots that look mm-hmm. like people and can do things that people do. But does anybody have qualms about having sex with a robot? Like, to me, it's like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I mean, is that weird? Like, I'm well, like, that's like a you whole would try other... it? Oh, my God, absolutely. It's an I entire would. other hot topic that they've also done. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, would, would you, you not? <laughs> oh, yeah, I probably, yeah, I would give it a go. Yeah, like... <laughs> It's just a glorified, like, dildo, right? I mean, that's what a person is. Yeah. Uh, people, I, I, yes. You heard it here. Like, let's just call a spade a spade. Humans are just glorified dildos. Oh, my God. Robots. Just Google it. Robots in different yes. ways. But I will say, futurologist Dr. Ian Pearson said he, we will start to see robot sex overtaking humans by 2050, which, oh, by the way, so is in uh, all of our lifetimes. So if, if so robot and robot sex, sex, I enjoy that because if things go wrong, just call tech support. <laughs> um, there's like an article that I was reading about how, like, in the robots that they use, like, in for like the military, where that are made to like go find landmines and like blow them up, basically, like, you know, robot suicide missions. Yeah. Apparently, like, make the best lovers. Yes. <laughs> the like soldiers like feel bad for the robots and they like oh. they because they it's like it makes them because they get like attached to the robots and then they wa- send the robots in to get blown up and then they're like see, feel sad it's and they're, like metal and scrap according to this article that's fucked because it's like the same soldiers who are like oh no my little bb8 is like the same soldier kill like blowing up little kids well, with bombs. Yeah, well, that's what's happening. Um, somewhat related, but not completely. My friend at the party last night told me this great story about how she was smoking on her patio naked. Um, 
Uh-huh. And a drone came by <gasps> and crashed on her. Like there was some kid was like flying a drone oh. and it like malfunctioned and like caught on fire oh, and fell God. on her while she was naked and smoking. <laughs> oh my God. What did she do? Did she, she was like, fuck, she just like was shaking oh it off and then God. running around. Her deck, like, Did naked. she, like, find the kid? No. <laughs> but she was, like, not what I was expecting to happen to me. <laughs> Have you guys watched those videos that were kind of, like, viral uh, that was, like, drone porn? No. Oh, it was, like, so beautiful. Oh. It was, like, these drones yes. flying over peop- these beautiful scenery. And then there yeah. would just be, like, people fucking, but, like, from so far oh, away. No, I haven't seen and that. And the drone would fly over, and it was so just, like, gorgeous. Weird. It's so um, I would check that out. Who on the View panel is most likely to have a robotic lover. Whoopi. You think Whoopi? I think Joy. I would be surprised if Whoopi doesn't already. I feel like Whoopi doesn't trust anything, so why would she trust a machine? And like based on what based on the things that they've said in every sex robot topic, I think that it would be Joy. Yeah, I think definitely Joy. And why? Because they can train a robot to find her what? G-spot. <laughs> Well, and, and can it be programmed to find a G-spot? Oh. I don't mind it if they, it was a man and they put a GPS system in there and locate my G-spot. If they can program a robot to find your G-spot and take out the oh trash... Oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> Men are history! Well, another hot topic that made its way to The View was about Madonna. And it's because she was in British Vogue and she made some comments that for certain people were controversial. <laughs> but almost for everybody, really. <laughs> In the end, they all kind of railroaded Madonna. Yeah, so I guess she said, um, people have always been trying to silence me for one reason or another, whether it's that I'm not pretty enough, I don't sing well enough, I'm not talented enough, I'm not married enough. I'm not married <laughs> enough? <laughs> Are people saying that she's not married enough? I guess so. And that she's, she's not, not young enough. enough. I guess. I guess. Yeah. I think that's what she meant. And then she said, so they just keep trying to find a hook to hang their beef about me being alive on. Now I'm fighting ageism. Now I'm being pushed, punished for turning 60. Um, and she said, there's no living role models for me because nobody does what I do. And that's kind of scary. I can look back at women who think who I think were great and amazing freedom fighters um, like Simone de Beauvoir or Angela Davis, but they didn't have kids being a single parent of six children. I continue to be creative and be an artist and be politically active to have a voice to do all the things that I do. So, I mean, there isn't anybody in my position and the view snapped. (laughs) I mean, I agree with the view. It's like, I, I get what she means with the ageism thing, but the thing about her being like there's no one else doing it is like a little bit strange it's like she's forgotten a lot of people including Cher who's like also still touring and as they brought up Diana Ross like a lot of people I think Madonna just seems so bitter that she is in a different phase of her career than she used to be and she's like Mm -hmm. in denial about it and I don't mean like in that she shouldn't be like doing pop music and like doing her whole thing still I just mean like She's refusing to, like, reflect on her journey. And, like, refusing to acknowledge that uh, she has to open space for, like, the new girls. Yeah. And she's not competing with, like, she isn't competing with the new girls because she is established and, like, is is an icon. She's Madonna. Yeah. And so she, like, doesn't need to be in your face, like, fighting for the hit single the way that, like, the new girls do. Can I say something problematic? Okay. <laughs> Maybe. Um, what I really want for like older Madonna, like like the next thirty years of Madonna, is I really want her to lean into her like Midwest Detroit Italian Americanness. You want her to be a Lady Gaga? <laughs> no, I want her to be more than that. Like I want her to be more. Like I want her to be Madonna. Like making the pasta side. This oh is so terrible. <laughs> Yeah, I like that. I but you know like, what I mean, though. Like, I know a what you like, mean, but I don't think that she's been that person for like tr- ever fifty years. <laughs> yeah. Little side note: so there's this great um, gay bar in Detroit called Menjo's Entertainment Complex. Um, 
it's really fun. And there is like a historical plaque in the bathroom of the Menjo's entertainment complex. <laughs> of, of, of the Menchies? Of the Menjo's. Called again? Menjo's. M-E-N-J. Entertainment complex. Right. And so it's this gay bar. And so there was this plaque for where Madonna would like come and she was like hooking up with the security guard. <laughs> where she would where come. She, <laughs> no, 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 no. she would come and she would hook up with the security guard and she would blow him in the bathroom. And so there's wow. like a plaque like here's where Madonna would blow the security guard. Wow. It's a little piece of Detroit history. Do Not you that think I'm it's Detroit. true or do you think it's like people being gross? Um, I think it's true and I think that it is meant... Um, lovingly like I think they're like yeah Yeah. because one of the things uh, I'm from Cleveland so I like these kinds of like you know rust belt sort of backwater industrial cities and I feel like she sort of hasn't embraced that part of her story as much so it's nice to see something in Detroit that's Mm -hmm. like yeah this is where she's from like this is this is the experience that that like formed her early years. I do think people are really hard on Madonna. Yeah. Like when she heard her new song, I didn't listen to it right away, but I read like everyone hating on it. I like it. And then when I did finally listen to it, I was like, it's I not bad. don't get why everyone was like losing their shit. Yeah. It's also really funny because in this interview, she said she commented on Lady Gaga and she was like, people get very excited about uh, the thought of Lady Gaga and myself as enemies when we never were enemies. She s- sighs of society's tendency to pit women against each other, it says. I'm like, that's a reductive way of recalling oh the God. past. Yes, <laughs> they're just two strong Italian American women. Yeah, it's they're both like, from the East Coast. They're both Italian. Well, she's not, Madonna's <laughs> not from the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a joke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so born. That was a little star is born humor. Oh, sorry, sorry. I I didn't really remember it. It's also funny because uh, Wendy Williams also talked about this and her or no, she was just talking about Madonna's BBMA's performance, mm-hmm. and she was just like, she dances like an old lady. Madonna, let's talk about you. No. Nope. Nope and nope. And I come from the Madonna era, and I do believe that an older woman can still dip it in zoo and have fun. But and however, I think that she was trying too hard last night. She moves like an old lady. And, and if you move like an old lady, then you should just stick to your old lady moves. Like, like a, you know, you do, what, you do what you can in sneakers. And the audience was like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I would like to move on to one last hot topic. Mm-hmm. And... Um, it's about, I don't know how this actually got on the view. This is Bravo. But I think because Mother's Day was coming up. It's Mother's Day today while we're recording. they wanted some right. mother's focused content. Yes. So there is a new show on TLC called Smothered. My mother and I share the same bed. I'm the little spoon and she's the big spoon. <laughs> we act alike. We dress alike. We're like twins. We party together, club together. If the water is still hot, we will share the bath water. (laughs) And it's about a mother and a daughter who are like hyper, extremely close. Mm -hmm. And it shows in the trailer, and it hasn't come out yet, but in the trailer it shows the, the mom like and daughter being best friends doing everything together the mom having like too much influence on the daughter's relationship and then there's a clip of them where they're like we even share the same bath water (laughs) and it shows one of them getting out of the bath and then the other one like waiting with a towel to get in the bath right after and this turned into a discussion on the view of like i think it was supposed to be like are, can you be too close with mm-hmm. your mother? Yes. But they really, all got hung <laughs> up on the bath The topic water. was really about like, can you share bath water <laughs> with someone else? Now, my first thought when I saw that was... Wait, Jimmy, can you share bath water with someone else? <laughs> no. I mean, unless you're at Splash. But they don't even have a hot tub, so it doesn't matter. Um, but yes, if you're at the bathhouse, you can. Um, but my first thought was, whose bath is staying warm enough for two yeah, baths exactly like, mine that's is... what they said they were like if the water is still hot enough then but she'll just get in like stays like that also i i bath bomb i don't know about the rest of you but i i <laughs> need is that to... when you take a poop in the bath? <laughs> <laughs> 
No. <laughs> no, it's when you know, when you go to like, what's that fresh cosmetics? Lush. Lush. When you go to Lush and you get the bath bomb and you throw it in. Yeah. Like, do you do you go an already bombed bath? Is my... I think you can bomb a, a pre-bombed bath. <laughs> can you... Can you bomb again? I think again? you can double bomb. Can I've you seen I've seen videos of pheromone <laughs> double bombing a bath before. Like, does that like simultaneous simultaneous bombing? Two bombs, or? one bath. <laughs> <laughs> but are they? Is it like? Do you let the bomb hit the floor <laughs> and let it fizz and then bomb again or do you do two bombs both at once? either your preference I'm gonna ladies, ladies choice <laughs> <laughs> marie have you ever shared a bath with another person maybe when i was like a baby an infant and how was that <laughs> <laughs> it was probably i mean look at me i turned out quite normal so and i'm still baby <laughs> <laughs> i'm the mom <laughs> Um, have you? Yeah, many times as a child, (laughs) for sure. But not with, um, yeah, probably with a parent at some point, but like very young. Um, I think that's the only instance where it makes sense. Unless you're like, you know, just like. (laughs) I mean, also like, I think people who don't have access to like water right or, you know i mean right. it's like yeah. they literally are doing it because that's the only way yes, it is first world <laughs> yeah. it's the first world problem yeah the thing that really freaked me out about this old conversation was how whoopi kept on calling pooping releasing no i know no, they never... release in the water yeah. <laughs> i never did that i'm not sitting in there with that <laughs> Instead of bombing. Right. She'd be like, but the baby releases into the bed. It's mm. releases. It's like my new single drop. It, <laughs> it yeah. evacuates the dance floor into the bath. That's funny. They also mention, um, we we might, we should say how they, Joy said, well, we know some, Whoopi and I both know right. someone. Yeah. Who is that somebody? Yeah, so the topic takes a turn at the end after they've all like done their stand-up comedy bit about sharing bathwater where they're like, well, we all know someone quite well who did this mm-hmm. for, did they say that they did it for 25 years? Or That's like what someone, I heard too. Someone said something yeah. about 25 years and I couldn't tell if they said that they've known the person for 25 years or they or did it till they were 25 the years old. was sharing the bathwater with their daughter or their mom for 25 years. Right. And so I have a theory that someone messaged me about and they said that they think it's Rosie that they're talking about. Oh. Because apparently Rosie used to say on the show that she bathes with her kids. That makes sense And to it's me. also oh. funny because I think Joy forgets because she wasn't there when yeah. Whoopi and Rosie were on the show together. So I think for Joy, she just completely forgets that that even happened. Uh-huh. And so it's funny for Joy to just casually bring up Rosie to Whoopi knowing that they like hate each oh other. God. Do you remember somebody we know very well used yes. to do that with her daughter? Yes. And they were and very it was to what ridiculous. I'm laughing. Yeah, because I was like, it could really be anyone. Like, I don't could think I know Jenny any McCarthy. of them. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I know them well enough. Barbara. Bar- I was thinking Barbara. Yeah. I feel like Barbara bathes with Elizabeth. Barbara bathes is a great brand name for her bathing suit mm, line. Yeah. Yes, Barbara bathes. <laughs> BB. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I have some Facebook comments on this topic oh that I would love to read. Yes, yes. Let's see what the people have to say. Um, but I was thinking, so, so what you guys don't know is we've had an <laughs> audience, studio audience for this entire novel for part of this recording. Um, <laughs> And I'd love to invite a special guest to read these Facebook comments. I'd like to welcome our friend Erica Mori. <laughs> Hi. Hi, everybody. Hello. <laughs> Let's hear these comments. All right. First up, we have Mary Beth. Once upon a time, everyone bathed in the same bathwater. I think it's no one else's business. True. Facts. Next up, (laughs) we've got Gail Presto. Presto? Mary Beth. (laughs) Of the Presto family? (laughs) Dynasty. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Gail Presto of the Presto Dynasty. 
Mary Beth, you could not pay me millions to even strip down and have myself filmed. Shoot. My problem is now that I'm older, it's about slips and falls. That doesn't even make sense. Wait, to me. those are two completely unrelated ideas. Maybe I you, should have brought in the ellipses. You could you could pay me millions of dollars to, to get naked yeah. and slip and fall. Uh, and it's on TLC. Naked. So it's like you know that it's not you're not like doing porno. It's TLC. <laughs> like slips and falls are a huge issue for people who are older. Yeah. But if there's a whole camera crew, aren't you safer? I, Slips and falls can happen to anyone <laughs> at any time, to be honest. Wow, this is I'm slipping and falling for the LGBT community. <laughs> <laughs> no one even knows like why we're saying that. It's because Wendy Williams posted a picture on Instagram of herself wearing like animal print in an alley. She looks fucking amazing. And she said, dipping and dropping it for the LGBTQ community. <laughs> I'm snapping my fingers. Okay, Erica, give us Take more. All right, next we've got Shania Tamu. <laughs> it's Shania Twain. It's, it's her burner account. Shania, uh, whatever, Tamu. Shania says, why would anyone want to bathe in someone else's cooch water? <laughs> That's such a Shania thing to say. <laughs> that does impress me much. <laughs> and here's another made-up name, Orcelia Sherman. <laughs> I'm 88 years old, and when I was a kid, we didn't have inside plumbing. A bath was in a galvized tub. Cleanest got the bat first bath, and then on down. What is a galvized, galvized. tub? Which is, she spelled it wrong. Oh, ty- Orcelia. She's 88. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can you say what was that last part? Cleanest got the first bath and then on down. Who do you th- who do you think decided that? Like, was it a collective decision on who's yeah. the cleanest? Also, like, like how many? Like, yeah, how many yeah. People? How many on, on, on down? down. Is there? <laughs> like eight kids? I don't know. This next one is in all caps. <laughs> Estella Meja saying. A long time ago, maybe, but not now. That is nasty. I remember when we were little kids, we all took a bath in the same water. We had to warm the water so it didn't get cold. We didn't throw away the water. We just poured a little more hot water. We were poor, but this is ridiculous. A long time ago, maybe, <laughs> that's One nasty, ride. is what I'm going to say anytime <laughs> someone flirts with me. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, we have Paulette Tomlin Scott. Lots of people had to grow up that way. Dolly Parton, Loretta Lynn, hence the saying, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Y'all are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. This was a, a real treat. <laughs> Y'all are stupid. <laughs> Thank you for coming by to read those for us, God. Erica. <laughs> <laughs> I feel, I feel like Abby, well, Abby had her weird moment where she talked about her intimate relationship with her mother, like as her mother was in the bath and she that's would what sit, I, yeah, that's which what I, I thought thinking. was sort of beautiful and weird. Like when we, when we were talking earlier and you said like, you never know what she's going to say and it could be something so weird. This when was I one of those moments Nell. where <laughs> all of them were like making fun of it so hard. And then she was like, well, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's not so bad. Yeah. Well, Abby's officially going on maternity leave, and so am I. Uh, <laughs> so on that note, thanks so much for listening. As always, make sure you're following us on Twitter at Deja the View Pod, and please give us a rating and review on Apple, or just like write one down and mail it to us. <laughs> whatever you need to do. Y'all are stupid. Y'all are stupid. <laughs> So have a great day, everyone, and remember to take a little time to enjoy. Splash. <laughs> Hit it, Abby. That's all, folks. See you later. John Hansman, the real job creator. G-O-P. Join the hunt. G-O-P. G-O-P. G-O-P.